bullish or bearish. Whether you're a rookie trader or a rock star, we believe there's room for everyone. Every Filipino can learn how to trade. We're just your average Joe. But together, let's take advantage of the greatest equalizer of wealth ever, the stock market, where millions can be made and lost in a click of a finger. The journey to trading mastery is a lifetime, and we're here to stay. We are ZFT. And this is where the hot money is. Yun. Okay. Ayan, good evening sa lahat. Kumusta na yung mga nandito ngayon? Kumustahin muna natin yung mga TR members natin. Narealize ko lang lately, ang tagal kong hindi nakapag salita in front of um, people inside TR. Kasi kakatapos lang nung ano eh, yung immersion program, I think, uh, end of July. So, ever since then, parang wala eh. Wala na akong, wala akong sessions Tuesday, Thursday. Tapos yung previous Ask ZFT podcast, uh, yung schedule dapat last Sunday, nag, nagkasakit ako. So, dahil ata sa ano eh, vaccine. So, ayun. But, glad to be back. Uh, hopefully, everyone is doing well. Kamusta yung trading nyo, guys? Ayos lang ba? Alam kong kinakamusta kayo sa FGD, pero hindi ako nakapag-attend masyado ng FGD no? dahil sa schedule ko. Ako din kamustahin kayo. So, how, how is your trading, guys? Lalo na mga PSE traders dyan. <laughs> kamusta yung PSE portfolio nyo? Okay lang ba? Buhay pa ba? Or wala na, winidraw na. Pinaikot na sa active. Or baka nilagay na sa mga NFTs. No? Ano ba yung mga bagong NFTs ngayon? Ayan, sabi ni Sir Darren, hindi daw gumalaw. Pero recently naman, no, may mga names ng gumagalaw, right? So last time, alam nyo ba guys, I think two weeks na akong walang trade. And buti na lang nandiyan yung Axie kasi medyo occupied yung oras natin kasi pinag-aaralan natin yung game no but ewan ko kung wala akong ibang pinagkakabalan siguro kung ano-ano na yung ginawa ko eh wala hindi din naman masyado nakakalabas dito no dahil sa covid So ayun ako two weeks na ako walang trade so I'm all cash for PSE at the moment um Ginagawa ko recently is I'm investing time in learning about NFTs and um, syempre crypto. Kasi we can really see na the near future dito papunta yung trend. I'm not saying na magsa-stop na tayo mag-trade ng PSE. Of course, there will be opportunities in the PSE market. And makikita nyo naman na yun nga, no, may mga gumagalaw. Like yung Converge recently, ano ba yung nangyari sa kanya? Na-include siya sa index, right? So congrats sa mga holders ng Converge. Then we have some bounce plays like, uh, I think the bounce yung FA. FA was the strongest bounce if I'm not mistaken. Pero wala, wala tayong nasakyan sa mga yan. Because uh, again, uh, it's not my market. And honestly, I was in a losing streak back in July. So, nung July down yung port natin ng I think mga 6 to 7%. Okay, up pa rin naman tayo for the year. Pero sa uli tayo ng gains. Ayan, so para medyo ma-neutralize yung, yung mindset natin, we decided to do a little purge. Okay, sino yung mga naka-purge dito ngayon? Mga nasa 
maka all cash or hindi masyado tumitingin sa PSC market. Yan. So, may mga kasama naman pala ako. Okay. Good. So, okay lang yan, guys. No, that's normal. Okay. Purging is normal. Um, it's okay to step away from the market from time to time. Especially if you're in a losing streak. Huwag mong isipin na dahil hindi ka nagtitrade, hindi ka na trader. Because sometimes the best thing to do in a bear market or in a sideways market is not to do anything. Right? It's it's specifically a challenge for full-time traders like me. Kasi ako, nasa bahay lang ako. No? Kasi, alam mo yun, pag nakasanayan mo na gigising ka sa umaga tapos um, titingin ka agad sa charts, titingin ka sa broker mo, nakasanayan mo yun, it feels like it's it's a chore or tama ba? Para siyang nagiging routine na lang na pag hindi mo siya nagawa, uh, parang something is wrong with your day. <laughs> Nafe-feel niya ba yun guys? Especially sa mga active traders talaga. Like every morning nag-check yun. Parang pag hindi mo siya magawa, parang may, may something na mali sa araw mo. And because of that, ang tendency is you might end up trading even if you are not old to trade or wala ka talagang setup. And I'm guilty of those mistakes guys. Huwag yung isipin na dahil five years na akong nagtitrade and uh, one of the mentors in ZFT, eh, wala na akong mga mistakes na ganun. I'm still guilty, very much guilty of those things. And ayan, from time to time, we need to troubleshoot ourselves. So if you feel the same way and you think na parang something is wrong with you, um, try to be more objective about it. Okay? Kaya naisip ko na pag-usapan natin tong um, topic na to for tonight, which is risk and diversification. Ayan. How to diversify your risk across the board. So, bago ko to i-discuss, um, yung inspiration natin for this question or for this topic is from our um, idea note. Ayan. Sa mga hindi nakakaalam, yung mga typical uh, questions, um, discussions and forums natin no, for Uh, inside PR, nasa idea note na. So, share natin yung ano natin. Uh, window natin for a while. Okay. So, if you go to this link, send ko na lang din sa ano natin, chat natin. Ayan, makikita nyo tong idea note, Citizens of the Republic. So, sa mga hindi nakakaalam, meron tayong idea note here for Ask ZFT, wherein you can post your questions na pwede nating pag-usapan. So, this was the question that caught my attention. Okay, coming from Sir Julius. Nandito ba si Sir Julius Cortez? I think, I think wala siya. Anyway, ang question niya is, positioning the right way. Ayan. This is a mini content that can be packaged with the other ideas here, but I just want to ask, with what's going on in the crypto market right now? Ayan. So, crypto traders is Sir Julius. Would it be better to have five coins with 2% VAR each for swing trade? Okay. And they're all moving in one direction. So this results now to diversification. Or would it be better to have bigger VAR, say 3% to 4% each, pero 2 to 3 coins lang? What's your approach on this? Then meron siyang follow-up. We want to be picky and choosy with our trades, but what if those parameters never come? Yan. And you end up missing trades because you want the textbook parameters to be met. Sino yung, sino yung nakaka-experience ng ganito? So this is a very common scenario for traders. Yung, you have a playbook 
meron kang setups na gustong i-trade. And dahil sobrang specific mo, hinahanap mo yun sa market. Hanggat may isang criteria or dalawang criteria na hindi satisfied, hindi mo siya i-trade. So you're very picky, very selective. Ako, I'm very, nakaka-relate ako dito sa sinabi ni Sir Julius. Kasi sa mga nakakilala sa akin, diba, masyado akong detailed. I'm very, alam mo yun, like, um, I want to be quantitative in everything that I do. So, this is something that I'm, I can relate to. Okay? And what is the right time to compromise? <laughs> what is the right time to compromise one's trading plan? Gusto ko yung choice of words ni Sir Julius dito, no? Parang sinasabi niya ganito. Uh, dahil medyo, meron akong system, I have a trading system, kailan ko siya sundin. Okay, pero, dahil sinusunod ko siya, ayan, nandito na si Sir Julius. So, parang yung sinasabi niya ganito. Dahil, dahil kailangan kong sundin yung system, I, I, I notice na may mga opportunities na kailangan kong i-forgo kasi hindi siya pasok sa system ko. And I feel... Um, Siguro ang emotion behind that is more of a fear of missing out or kung hindi man siya FOMO, it's more of a, ano ba, parang, I, I think it's a little bit of frustrating din in a way kasi parang na-frustrate ka kasi dapat na-trade mo siya pero dahil disiplinado ka, hindi mo siya na-trade. So, napaka-ironic. Nakaka-relate ba kayo sa ganun guys? You want to be very disciplined but you end up not trading a certain setup kasi again, hindi siya pasok sa system mo. Okay, so this, sa mga, ayan, kaya gusto natin na we have a community wherein we can, we can talk about these things kasi makikita nyo, no, mapapansin nyo sa paligid nyo that these problems that other traders are experiencing are the same problems that you are experiencing. So, hindi ka nag-iisa. Okay? So, yun yung question ni Sir Julius but for tonight, um, ang focus ko more is more on the risk and diversification. Okay, so let's talk about risk. What what is the basic concept of risk management, especially in the ZFT system? So sa mga PI jan, yung tinuturo ko sa inyo di ba is when you trade, it's always risk first, reward second. Okay, risk first, reward second. That's the first rule, very basic rule. And number two. You need to think of risk, or sorry, you need to think of reward as a multiple of risk. Okay? Sa mga first time na marinig tong mga linya na to, you need to write this down. Okay, this is this is very important. Okay. Sa um, first time din na makinig sa podcast natin, meron tayong series of um, podcasts wherein diniscuss ko yung about risk and reward, I think nasa mental wallet episode yun. So, if you have access to the drive or my Spotify account kayo, try to search for Hot Money. Okay, Hot Money yung pangalan ng Ask ZFT podcast natin sa Spotify. And look for the episode wherein I discuss about the mental wallet. So, yan sa mga pinakapaboritong episodes ng mga tao inside PR and even outside PR. Yan. So, one of the things that I discussed there is yung concept of reward as a multiple, multiple of risk. Okay? So, doon tayo muna magsimula. So, first things first. Risk first. When you trade, you need to set a specific amount of risk for every trade. Alam natin to, this is what we call VAR, okay? or value at risk, wherein you as a trader, meron kang tinatawag na risk tolerance per trade. 
So it varies from trader to trader. May ibang traders na ang risk tolerance nila is very big. Like um they'd go for 3 to 4 5% of their account per trade. Ibig sabihin, if we talk about the crypto market, let's say you have $1,000 in your account. Every trade na take mo, you would be risking $50. Okay, that's 5% of $1,000. Or that's 2,500 pesos. Okay. Um, sino dito yung uh, nagtitrade ng crypto na merong 1,000 USD account or less? Okay, 1,000 USD account or less. We have, I'm sure many of you nandun yung range ng portfolio and crypto. Kasi may leverage eh. So parang yung mindset natin is we don't usually put in a big amount of money. Kasi i- ano na lang natin, parang we just utilize the leverage function. Okay, so 1,000 USD or less. So sa mga nandito na ganun yung, ano, ganun yung account size. Y- you don't think of that portfolio as just 1,000. Right? You think of it as if it's a bigger amount. Kasi again, it's it's because of leverage. So when you trade, usually what you do is you risk, um, I don't know, mga $50 to $100. And I have a uh, simple survey lang. How much do you risk per trade in the crypto market? Sa mga 1 USD below ang account size. So, ano yung parang dollar amount na if the loss reaches that dollar amount, the trade will be liquidated or you would decide to just cut your loss. Hmm, parang walang gusto mag ano ah. So, 10, uh, 50, $50, okay? Eh, 20 to 50. So, dollars ah, hindi to percent. Okay. So, I think I'm, I'm getting a range of around 20 to 50 USD. So, which, which is, if you think about it, it's It's okay. Okay, okay lang siya. But the problem with that is and ito um based on what I have heard and observed from people who are trading crypto is that they don't understand na once they have a lot of positions in their portfolio. And that's the amount of risk that they put per trade. And all of these positions are newly opened positions. Okay, gets nyo ba yun? So, bagong bukas lahat. Let's say, four trades in one go, bagong bukas lahat. Kasi lahat, na-trigger. What happens there is, your port is essentially overexposed. If, ganun yung ano mo, ganun yung style of trading mo. Kasi if you think about it, four open positions, nakakabukas lang lahat, and you're risking $50 per trade. If those positions Do not work to your advantage. So let's say you, you took a $200 loss. So in terms of your base account, your base equity, that's that $200 is how much? That's 20% of your total account size. Okay, that is if we, we put it or we pegged it doon sa 1K USD na base account. Okay? So... Dito papasok yung concept ng diversification. Kasi, ang mindset ng iba is, in order for me to trade effectively, if the market is good, kailangan, hawak ko lahat ng gumagalaw. Tama ba? Sino <laughs> yung ganun yung style of trading? If the market is bullish, and everything is fake, 
sa criteria mo, dapat hawak ko ng hawak ko lahat ng gumagalaw. Okay. So if if that's the style of trading that you do, I'm not saying it's wrong, but be honest with yourself. If you try to recall all the moments na ganun yung ginagawa mo, did it work to your advantage over the long run or parang mas, nasun- mas nag-cost lang siya ng parang sunog <laughs> sa portfolio mo? Because there will be times na it, it's going to work to your advantage. Okay? Kasi, syempre, bullish yung market. Fully allocated yung port mo. Lahat, newly open position. So, pag umakit yung whole market, dala-dala yung buong port mo mismo. Diba? So, it can work to your advantage. But the question is, if you, if you think about it in terms of sample size, in, in terms of like a span of six, six months to a year, Be honest. Did it work to your advantage? So, hindi ko hindi ko kayo ina-encourage to answer sa chat. Just ask yourself. Okay? And I know na this is a big problem. A, a glaring problem in people who trade crypto. Okay? Kaya I understood yung question ni Sir Julius. Kasi, again, this is a recurring problem in the cryptoverse. Okay. Yung sobrang dami mong pwedeng i-trade. And because there is leverage, meaning if there's leverage, you can open a lot of positions until sa maubos mo yung margin. <clears throat> you may end up, in a way, over-diversifying. And not just over-diversifying, but over-risking or over-exposing your portfolio to risk. Okay? So that's the problem. People do not understand yung relationship ng risk sa diversification. In fact, ano, um, based on what I observe, people think na when you diversify, you automatically offset the risk. Kasi marami kang hawak eh. So if yung isa umakyat, yung isa bumaba, eh di ma-offset sila. Tama ba? So may short ka, may long ka. Forex, ganun din. May short, may long ka sa PSE. You know, that, that's the typical idea. Ako, ang belief ko is, it's not the case. Okay? For me, it's better to trade, especially in a very volatile market like crypto, to trade positions and build your positions along the way instead of going in one go. Okay? The reason behind this is, Remember na if you're a trader, ang goal mo here is really to survive the long game. And not just to survive the long game, but to build your account consistently over the long term. And if that's the kind of roadmap na gusto mong sundin, you need to take what we call progressive risk. Okay? What's, what's progressive risk? If hindi nyo alam kung ano to, you can go to YouTube and search for Minervini. Type mo lang sa YouTube, Miner Vini, Progressive Risk. And may lalabas doon na parang YouTube webinar niya. Watch that. Ang dami niyang matututunan. In fact, uh, what I'm going to do now is papakita ko sa inyo kung anong webinar yun. Okay, so sabi ko, go to YouTube and then search for Miner Vini. Actually, kahit i-type niya lang, Miner Vini webinar. And lalabas yung, etong dalawa. So this one and this one. I want to start off with just... Papanoori, no, of but I want you to 
listen to these two webinars. Okay? Medyo similar yung content nilang dalawa, pero um, some of the discussions dito sa older video is wala dito. Uh, mas recent video niya. And the other way around din. So, panoorin nyo to. Kasi diniscuss niya dito yung tinatawag na progressive risk. Okay. Progressive risk is you take your risk in increments. Okay? What I mean by that is if you are starting the month or let's say starting the year, yung first few trades mo should be those trades that are very selective. Okay? Bakit? Kasi gusto mong simulan yung first few trades mo with good positions. Okay? And you don't want to trade like open ka kagad ng tatlo, apat, limang positions in one go. Okay. This is just me, ah. Kasi if I, I understand na yung iba sa inyo, hindi ganito yung style of trading. Okay. I'm, I'm explaining this from my perspective. So what I do, especially kunwari sa TSE is, when I start the month, tapos coming ako from a cash position, I just open one to two names. Okay. Minsan nga isa lang. So one to two names. And the risk for these positions is minimal. So sometimes what I do is, or most of the time what I do is, itong 1 to 2 names na to, ang combined risk nila is just around 1% to 1.5% VAR. Okay? Or pwedeng, ano lang, 0.5, 0.5 lang silang dalawa. So once I have those initial, initial positions, hindi ako mag-a-add ng any additional position until these two positions either work to my advantage, okay? Uh, from being red kasi commission loss tapos magiging green sila or makat ako sa kanila. Okay? Gets na ba yun? So, dalawa lang naman yung pwedeng mangyari dito, right? When you open positions, it's either a win or a loss. So, what I do is, if it's a loss, the exit, take a 1% damage and then open another 1 to 2 positions. The same amount of risk. So, half bar, half bar. Okay? Now, what if this time around, nag-work to my advantage? So, let's say itong dalawang positions na to, um, both sila nasa, let's say, 2% of my, ano na, uh, 2R na sila. So, it means they are now two times the multiple of my risk. That's the only time I would decide to add a new position. Okay? That's one scenario. Or to add to this existing position. Okay? So, I, I'm, I'm not sure if na-explain ko siya ng mabuti, but that is essentially what progressive risk is all about. Okay? You take your risk in increments. So, when we think about diversification, ang kailangan nyo lang tandaan dito is, you need to diversify while at the same time taking progressive risk. Okay? It means... You can open many positions if you want to, okay? if that's your idea of diversification, so long as the risk of these different positions are taken progressively. Gets ya ba? So, kunwari ako, I'll be trading the crypto. And ako, honestly, I'm still practicing my um, trading methodologies in the cryptoverse. Hindi pa siya perfect. And in fact, yung portfolio ko maliit lang, nasa 200k lang siya. So, what I'm doing is, pinapractice ko yung ganitong style. Kasi, crypto is a very volatile market. Okay, that's first. Number two, have a lot of opportunities. Every day, may gumagalaw. Unlike sa PSD, no? Parang, 
sa PSE, I think, sa isang buwan, swerte ka na pag may gagalaw na apat na ano na uh, names. Okay? Most of the time is just two to three names. Pag masakyan mo yung two to three names na nagkaroon ng momentum for the month, you're good for the month. Sa crypto, iba. And I know you can relate to this. Every day, may play. It depends na lang kung anong time frame yung tinitingnan mo. Okay? Ano yung type of trading na gusto mo? Are you a scalper? Are you a position trader? Swing trader ka ba? Okay? And depende din siya sa oras kung kailan ka makapag-monitor. So, yan yung, yan yung tatlong factors that you have to know sa sarili mo as a, as a trader in the cryptoverse. Yung time frame na trade mo, yung profile mo, yung niche mo, and yung ability mo to monitor. Okay? And your trading system should be aligned to this three things. Okay? So, that's, that's the difference with the cryptoverse. And that is why it's very important for you to apply this concept for me. Siyempre, pag ayaw apply bahala kayo. Um, ano nyo yan eh, trading nyo yan eh. Sa akin, if you were to listen to me as your coach or mentor, ganun yung magiging advice ko sa inyo. Okay? Again, balikan natin yung concept here. It's all about playing the long game. Okay? And it's very tempting, especially in the cryptoverse, to aim for very big gains over a short period of time because of the opportunities, because of the volatility, and because of the leverage. And I'm not saying that's wrong kasi, well, if you can do it consistently, then congrats. Ayan, yung mga crypto traders natin, sina Mariel, sina Mikil, these are people who have shown to us that it's possible. But if you are starting and you'll be honest with yourself na this is something na you still need to learn. Wala ka pang three months nag-trade and then you have this expectation na gusto mo doble agad yung portfolio mo in one week or in one day. I think that's a very dangerous mindset to be in. Okay? So if you have that kind of mindset, I would suggest you change it as soon as possible. Walang sugar coating dito. Kasabihin ko sa inyo, if ganyan yung mindset nyo, you can win from time to time but only takes one, two, or three days na mag-work against you, yung ganong klaseng style of trading, and your whole portfolio will be burned. Okay. Don't take that as uh, parang inaano ko kayo, pinatakot ko. Take it as a warning. Because that will, not can, but that will happen if that's the kind of mindset that you have. Okay? So, gets ba yun? So going back dito sa risk and diversification. Um I have na, na explain na natin no how to do it properly by taking progressive risk. Now, here is a good quote coming from Mark Twain. So basahin natin. Behold the full safe. Put not all the all fine eggs. Ay, napaka ano ba 'to? Renaissance. <laughs> na type of English, no? So, put not all fine eggs in in the one basket, which is but a matter of saying, scatter your money and your attention. But the wise man says, put all your eggs in the one basket and watch that basket. Napakaganda nitong, ano na to, nitong quote na to, yung line na to from Mark Twain. Because th- this actually 
encapsulates the idea of diversification in the right way. And let's try to go beyond just trading. Okay? Let's try to go beyond trading. Let's talk about your finances as a whole. Kasi, syempre tayo as traders, um, we should be good financial advocates. Right? And syempre, sa lahat ng tao dyan, tayo dapat yung pinaka-financially educated. So if you reach a certain level of finances na yung tipong hindi na siya ideal na ilagay mo lang siya in one portfolio like ESE lang ganun. Syempre papasok na sa isip mo. How do I how, how do I diversify this amount of money? So saan ko ba siya ilalagay? Pag business pa ako? Um ilang percent ang ilalagay ko sa PSE, sa crypto, sa NFTs, 'di ba? So there are so many opportunities right now. And sabi nga nila, this is the era we're in making money is more of sabi kasi nila before uh, to make money it's really a, it's really a privilege, parang combination of privilege and luck. Okay? Yun yung primary factors bakit biglang yayaman yung isang tao. Okay, so privilege and luck. Pero ngayon, iba na. Okay, there's still privilege and there's still luck. But now it's all about identifying opportunities na pasok sa resources na meron ka. Okay, and the thing with the world right now is everything is is accessible with the touch of your fingertips. Okay, sa cellphone mo, sa computer, you know, yung mga ways to make money right now is virtually non-existent in the past I don't know, 10 years or 5 years? Ngayon lang yan. So, when you have this array of opportunities in front of you, it's very tempting to try them all. Diba? Kunwari ako, I'll use myself as an example. Um, hindi sa parang, sige na nga, oh, magyayabang ako. <laughs> um, every day, ang pinaka number one struggle ko is ano yung opportunity na kukunin ko. And it's not because, um, it's not just because maraming opportunities, but because I have invested a lot of time, effort, and um, ano to? time, effort, and energy para madala ko yung self ko in a state wherein hindi ko kailangan na ako yung lalapit sa mga tao or ako yung ako yung parang ipepresent ako pa yung sarili ko in front of people at instead people will come to me to look for my services or um, just ask for advice or investments and all this other stuff so yun yung nature ng work ko I'm more of a consultant here on top of me being a fund manager and trader and of course part of ZFT so every day it's it's a matter of really saying no to people like minsan may magtatanong sa akin can, can I manage this? Pwede ko bang i-manage itong ganito? Sabi ko, hindi na kaya ng oras. So, ganun yung struggle ko. But before, ang ginagawa ko is ganito. Kung kaya kong sagarin yung um, ilang hours pa? Meron siya. 24 hours. Yan. So, kung kaya kong sagarin yung 24 hours in one day and take every opportunity out na gawin ko. And that actually helped me in a way kasi 
parang ang nangyari sa akin, instead of having one work, I did three works at the same time, three jobs at the same time on top of my trading. So, talagang in terms of finances, it, in terms of finances, it was very rewarding. But I would tell you, it's very stressful, to be honest. And umabot sa point na halos ma-burn out ako to the point na parang ayaw ko nang gumawa ng any work-related stuff and affected yung trading ko during those times. I don't want to put myself again in that position. So, what the reason why I'm sharing this to you guys is as traders, always remember that the skill that you have in your hands is very rare. Okay? It's rare in a way na not everyone actually understands trading the way you do. And this is not just because you're part of PR or nag-enroll kayo sa ZFT. But the mere fact na nandito kayo ngayon on a Sunday night listening to me <laughs> talking about trading, risk, and diversification is a sign that this is how serious you are when it comes to this business. So expect, especially sa mga bago dito, expect three to three, four, five years down the road, you would develop a lot of skills, connections, people would be naturally attracted to you because of what you can do, not only with the markets, but the way you think, the way you speak out yourself, yung understanding mo of how the world works. That's very rare. Okay? Kasabihin ko yan sa inyo. And because of that, sobrang daming opportunities na darating sa inyo. So just remember guys, no, na when these opportunities come and you are tempted to take all of your um, eggs and scatter them all around. <laughs> Medyo pangit pakinggan, but yeah, that's, that's the saying. Eh. Just know na it's not about how many baskets you put your eggs into. It's about choosing the right basket. And not just choosing the right basket, but making sure that this basket, kung saan mo nilagay lahat ng eggs mo, is something that you can watch passionately and not just watch passionately, but actually you love to put your eggs in that basket. In a way. Okay? So, yan. That's, that's more of... Um, the concept of risk and diversification outside of trading. Balik tayo sa trading, guys. Okay, so regarding trading, um, I'll be opening the floor to questions right now regarding our topic. Okay? Kasi I'm sure may mga follow-up questions kayo. Okay, so yun yung, yun yung typical uh, setup natin ha, sa Ask ZFT. I do some discussions, um, opening the floor, open your minds about concepts na paano ko naintindihan and then you can ask questions so do you have questions any questions um just raise your hand or you can type the questions down sa chat if medyo hesitant kayo to speak and i'll be answering them live okay yes and natin yung mga questions okay while waiting for some questions from you guys ito may sinabi si Mikhail, no? pag, wala pa na, pag, pag wala pa talagang clear trend for me, Coach, isa lang position ko. Nag-sync in na sa yung RM. Thank you, mga page. Ayan. So, coming from Mikhail, one of the best um, crypto scalpers in PR. 
Okay, ito. Coming from Jessa. Pwede mo pa-explain pa more sa progressive dress code? Okay, sige. So, I think um, this is the right time to go teacher mode sa inyo. And what I mean by that is, ayan, ilalabas na natin si Blackboard or MS Paint. Okay, progressive dress. Actually, ganito lang siya, no? Um... <coughs> So this can happen start of the month, start of the week, start of the year, depende kung anong passing trader ka or minsan it's the start of the day. So it all starts with a cash position. Okay, so fully fully cash ka. Then what you do, diba? If you are in a cash position, you'd go to scan the markets. So sa scan mo, titingnan mo ano ba yung mga opportunities na meron dito. So let's say base system mo, base profile mo, you were able to scan 10 possible trade ideas. Okay, so 10 trade ideas. So normally, what people do is, may nakita silang 10 possible trade ideas. They go for 5. Ay, kukunin lang yung top 5. And papasokin nila lahat yan. Okay? So let's say you take all of these trade ideas, pinasok mo lahat in one go, okay, at the same time, and you are taking 2% risk per trade. So ilang, how, how many percent of expose yung port mo in terms of risk? You're exposed, so times 5, that's 10% risk exposure in one go. So this is not progressive risk exposure. So yung opposite ng progressive risk. So what's progressive risk? If you have 10 possible trade ideas, you choose, let's say, 2. Okay. And for each position, nalocatean mo lang siya ng, let's say, half bar. So, 0.5%. So medyo maliit, but let's say na medyo conservative ka when it comes to risk. Okay? So, 0.5% bar. Hanggat hindi nag-work to your advantage itong two positions na to, hindi siya naging positive, you won't add any additional position. Okay? But if it works to your advantage, let's say, ito nag up, ito nag-up. So, that is the time you can add a third position. Maybe this time, yung third position mo, 1% bar na. Or, you can add to these existing positions by tranching or scaling up. Okay? So, that's progressive risk. Until such a point na if, again ha, guys, if the market is bullish, then sobrang daming opportunities dyan. If there are so many opportunities, hindi mo, kay, hindi mo kailangan sakyan lahat yan in one go. Yun yung sinasabi ko dito. You can take your risk progressively. So if the market is really bullish, so ito, nag-work to your advantage. So nag-add ka ng additional 1% risk, 1% risk. Umakat ka dyan, fair trade ka na lang. Then you open another position, 1% bar. So now you have three positions open, pero ilang percent lang ng base portfolio mo yung exposed. It's just 1%. Tama ba? Kasi ito, fair trade na kasi gumalaw na sila eh. Pero itong third position mo, yan yung bago. So 1% risk. So pag ito, nag-work na naman to your advantage, now you can add another position, 1% bar na naman. Diba? So, if you do it this way, yes, there is a downside kasi hindi mo masasakyan lahat in a way na parang pag gumalaw yan lahat, edi buong port mo, hihilain pataas. So hindi siya magiging ganun. Pero, you are doing it progressively. So, 
you would forgo some games, but that's okay. Nakikita niyo ba guys yung power ng concept na to? Kasi whether the market is bullish or bearish, you are in the safe zone. Tama ba? If bearish siya, edi hindi masakit yung damage. If bullish naman, edi maganda. You can add more positions along the way. Negligible timings po yan, coach. Yung mga progressive. Of course, you have to consider timing. Kaya nga meron ka pa rin setup. Kaya mapapansin nyo, diba, if the market is really bullish, ito, sa mga crypto traders yan, sabihin nyo sa akin kung, kung totoo to. When the market is bullish, each coin na hype up or may momentum will present multiple entries regardless of the time frame na tingnan mo. Tama ba? So, bakit, bakit ka mamamoblema in terms of timing? Right? Eh, ang daming entry opportunities yan eh. So yes, you might miss the initial entry kasi you focus on the top two or top three initial positions muna. But there will be another entry na ipapakita sa'yo. That is why it's important you learn na not just to confine your mind in one trade idea, but instead, look at a stock or look at a coin Tingnan mo yung initial trade idea mo, ah, may swing pattern, uh, CTP pattern. But other than that CTP pattern na nakikita mo sa kanya, you need to foresee or apply some foresight sa ano yung mga succeeding patterns na gagawin ng position na yun or gagawin ng stock na yun. Remember, if there's a support in a consolidation, anong ibig sabihin? May support, may resistance. So dun pa lang, yung range lang na yun. Ilang entry opportunities na ang ipapakita sa inyo. At least tatlo. Tama ba? May support, pwedeng buy, breakout, buy, after the breakout, ni retest, another buy. Diba? E1, E2, E3, E4. So utilize these things, guys, because this these are the concepts na kaya namin siya tinuturo kasi this is what, this is the type of entries and type of execution that will take you ahead of the, ahead of everyone else okay that would move you forward so we have some questions here sagutin natin ayan sabi ni sir ish how much is too much okay this is a very subjective question so what's too much for one trader may not be too much for another for example ako um taking 3% risk exposure at in one go is quite high for me especially pag kakasimula lang ng month and I'm all cash. So initially, what I do is go 1% to 1.5% in one go. Then build from there. Okay, basta ba align sa goals mo without sacrificing your health and sanity then carry on. Ah, okay. So more on ano pala to about uh, opportunities. Or are there any variables ah, na pwedeng i-consider? Well, just think about it na uh, your energy is limited. Para ka din portfolio eh. Isipin mo yung sarili mo. You are a portfolio with limited capacity in terms of allocation. So, syempre, ikaw, as a portfolio, gusto mo ma-allocate yung sarili mo sa mga pinakamagagandang opportunities with high high reward and minimal risk. I'm not saying na all the time, ganun dapat. Because of course, kunwari, the opportunity to um, help someone in need. So, baka pati yun, isipin mo na, Ano kayang risk-reward ratio dito pag tinulungan ko tong tao na 
Huwag naman ganun. Um, more on the professional side yung um, sinasabi ko. Okay? So, ito. Another question from Sir Francis. Sir, na-mention mo kanina na you were on a losing streak. When did you said, when did you say to yourself na stop? Well, um, sa akin kasi, I know na I need to stop if alam kong hindi na neutral yung mindset. Kaya it's very important na you practice um, self-awareness. And this takes, ano eh, this takes practice. So, ako kasi yung ginagawa ko ganito. Um, I have the tendency to be ngayon ha and I know it's a good thing but sometimes it's not a good thing kasi I have the tendency to be very objective in terms of my losses yung tipong if for example I took a 30k 50k loss in one day parang tatayo lang ako pagpunta sa CR pagbalik ko neutral na ako agad and I know na <laughs> I know na parang okay yun, di ba? Kasi at least hindi ako parang na-attach doon sa losses. Parang hindi ako nagiging emotional and all. Maybe kasi naging manhid na, no? Pero it's quite dangerous kasi parang minsan ang effect niya is hindi ko parang nakokontrol yung sarili ko. Kasi again, na- na- nababalik ko yung sarili ko to neutral state. Eh. So, 50k loss, magbalik, trade ulit. Kahit pangit yung market. Alam mo yung ganun? So, ayan. Um, I think this July, meron akong isang araw, I took three losses. Tapos parang tig 25k losses. Sa PS ito ah. 25k loss each. So, that's 75k damage in one day. Talagang gusto ko pa mag-trade kasi may mga nakikita pa akong opportunities. Hindi dahil sa gusto kong bawiin yung talo ha. It's just that when I look at the markets, objectively, nakikita ko, pwede pa tong i-trade. So, ganun siya. So, in order for me to bypass that, ang ginagawa ko is ganito. Um, if I take, let's say, losing stick, so I try to parang look at myself. Ano ko ba siya i-describe? So, parang, alam niyo yung astral projection? Familiar <laughs> ba kayo sa ganun? Yung parang minsan sa horror movies, yung parang nahihiwala yung katawan mo sa, ano, ay, nahihiwala yung kaluluwa mo sa katawan mo. So, parang ganun yung ginagawa ko. So, what I do is, ini-imagine ko na ako, Tinitingnan ko yung self ko na nag-trade. Okay, parang third, yeah, tama, parang third person point of view. And I'm looking at myself kung nag-trade ako and I'm trying to be aware kung meron na bang something off or something na parang unstable sa ginagawa. And minsan, it's not just about the mindset. Minsan, it's about like, yun, sabihin natin, um, stress levels. Or sabihin natin, hindi na ako aware na na-exceed ko na yung mental wallet ko for the day. Tapos marirealize ko na lang at the end of the day na, bakit pala nang loss ko today? <laughs> so, di ba? So, ayaw natin yung parang ganun yung mangyari. So, ganun yung ginagawa ko, guys. Parang tatayo ako, tapos parang I try to imagine myself na uh, ino-observe ko yung sarili ko. And it helps. Yan. So, once na naging self-aware ako, na uh, destructive na yung state ko, I stop trading. Buti na lang may active. So, ayan. Yun yung pinag, ano natin ng pansin ngayon. Okay. Mm-hmm. Doon natin mga other questions. So, ito, 
Um, similar concept po ba, Coach, na you are funding the risk of the next trade coming from the profits of the previous trade? Yes. Exactly, Ma'am Shara. Ma'am Shara. So, that's the concept. Okay. Yan. So, meron pa ba? Mga follow-up questions? Yan. So, you're welcome, Sir Francis. Sobrang pag-accept ng loss, yung losing money, baka maging normal biglain ma-overtrade. Lalo na if bad yung market sentiment. Yeah. Tama. So, yun nga, no? parang yung sinabi ko kanina, parang sometimes sa sobrang bilis mong i-accept yung losses, may downside din yun. Kasi hindi mo na nakikita na pangit pala yung market. Alam mo alam mo napansin ko guys, July is always my worst month. Ever since I started trading, based sa journal ko, last year, July, APVI, ewan ko kung maalala nyo, yung bounce play, na hindi, kahit anong gawin ni APVI, ayaw niyang mag-bounce, ang maayos. So, kinatrade ko lang, kasi may setup eh. Doon sa ano ko, sa screening ko. And then, na-realize ko, at the end of the month, nung tinali ko lahat ng, yung tinignan ko na yung journal ko, and I, I do my month-end assessment, pansin ko, 90% of my losses for that month came from APVI. I think mga nasa 200,000 yun. <laughs> that, that, that time. Tapos nakatawa yun kasi that time, yun yung first time na medyo nag-jump up yung size ng portfolio ko. Kasi yun yung time na parang, iba pandemic. So may mga tao akong kilala na parang nag-close down yung business nila and they're looking for uh, uh, manager, fund manager, ganyan, na pwede nilang pag-investan and earn something for them. So yun. Nalala, akin na pala ng news ko. So, ang ginawa ko after noong July, August, siguro mga alimang trade lang ako. So, parang ngayon, nung July, ganun din yung nangyari sa akin. I think, ang top contributor sa losses ko nung July is BHI. So, tatlong stocks yun eh. BHI, All HC, yung hindi nag-materialize na all-time high breakout. And the other one. Ah, yun. Yun lang ata dalawa. PHI all eight. Meron pang isa eh. Nakalimutan. Basta. Ayun. So, after that, nakita ko, uy, malaki yung loss. So, purge tayo. But, eto guys ha. Um, now that we're talking about losses, just to close. If you have a very effective trading system, expect na there would be months na talagang talunan ka. Normal yun. Huwag yung isipin na hindi. But if you do it consistently, mapapansin nyo, like, when I say consistently, I'm talking about two years, three years, four years down the road, you'd notice that you would always come out a winner. Always. If you do everything objectively. I'm not saying na dapat perfect yung trading mo, yung execution mo, for you to end the year green. Pero, if you just follow the system, follow your rules, Know when to purge, know when to step back, try to take progressive risk, know how to diversify. If you do all of these things right, kahit sabihin natin may two months, three months na down yung port mo, 5%, 10%, okay lang yan. At the end of the year, magugulat ka na lang, uy, up pala ako, 40%. Uy, up pala ako, 60%. And that, that has always been my realization ever since 2018. Kasi 2017, 
was my break even year eh. so 2018 to 20 up to now 2021 yun yung lagi kong napapansin na when i do my year end ano year end reporting sa sarili ko napansin ko na grabe pala no pag ginawa ko lang lahat ng rules ko sinunod ko lang lahat ng setups ko i could have ended the year better i'm not saying na parang hindi ako satisfied na i would end the year green I'm just saying na if only hindi ko siya isipin ng masyadong micro, alam mo yung gano'n, yung parang you think of your performance too microscopic, yung tinatawag nating um, performance myopia. Yan. So, let me introduce some terms sa inyo. So, there is what we call trading myopia. Trading myopia is um, trying to be yung overly ano to? Hindi na na term nasa dila ko lang eh. Um, management, management, yung overly managing the trade. Ibang term 'yun, guys. Ay, yeah, yeah, ayan, ano 'yan? Paki-alam meron, nakalimutan ko yung term, is a common term. Overmanagement, micromanagement 'yun, tama, micromanagement. Sobrang micromanage. So that's trading myopia. So there is what we call trading myopia wherein you have a trade Lagi mong nilalaro yung TP, lagi mong nilalaro yung stop loss instead of just allowing it to materialize, diba? There's that. There's also performance myopia. Yung tipong parang up ka ng 5% for the month, tapos biglang naging 4% down ka, and then bigla kang naging 10%, and then you notice lahat ng swings na to na 4% down ka, 1%, 10% up ka, biglang naging 5% na lang. Masyado mong pinapansin yung every move up and down ng equity curve mo, to the point na yun na yung nagiging focus mo. And ang ending yan is, you're being too myopic about your performance when in fact, yung mga ups and downs na yan, if you think about it from a macro perspective, mapapansin mo na it's consistently going up naman. Okay? So, parang why bother? Just, just follow the system. Be disciplined. And know when to, when to take good risk trade and take progressive risk. If you do that, I'm pretty sure, siguro 90%, yan, bigyan na lang natin ng 10% margin of error. 90% assurance na you would end the year positive. Okay? So, yeah, yan, sabi ni Sir Darwin, siguro bosses, trade the trend, not the candle para di might match. Tama. Trade the move, not the candle. So, do you have any other questions, guys? Here na ba? Um, pag nagustuhan nyo yung discussion natin, ayan, paano naman? Uh, react naman. Ng heart or ng thumbs up or whatever reaction na gusto nyo. This is the reason why I really love talking to fellow traders. Kasi isipin nyo, pag ito yung mga sinasabi ko tapos hindi trader yung nakikinig, I don't think <laughs> parang they would appreciate it. I don't know. That's why it's it's such a privilege to to open up in PR about my ideas, about concepts na naiintindihan ko at gusto ko maintindihan nyo rin. So sana kahit sa mga simple one-hour sessions na ganito, marami kayong natututunan. Okay? So I think, yeah, that's it. That's it for tonight. Just one hour. Thank you guys for participating. Kasi habulin ko pa yung 200 SLP na target natin. 
Okay, so good night and thank you.